0: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Chas Back in the Day Cafe is on the way. Just give me a little bit more time.
1: It's about time. I can't wait for Chas Back in the Day Cafe. Oh,
0: because we're going to do it. We're going to do it good, <laughs> just like we're drinking wine here. Man, we are we have five bottles of wine on this table, three, four, five. And what time is it? It is 12.45. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it's National Drink Wine Day on Denver Wine Radio. Paul Boniquisti, Cha-Cha Chavez, and John Garlich, Owner and winemaker at Bookcliff Vineyards in uh, Boulder and uh, vineyards are in Palisade. He's the man, grape grower of the year, of the awarded year. by the Colorado Association of Vintners and Enologists. Congratulations, John. Thank
2: you. Thank yeah, you. I'm coming awesome. to get you, though. I'm coming to get you right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, yeah, let's um, got our reserve Malbec back here. So it'll be fun to see what you guys think of this. Uh, we sell it now for about $28 in the stores i think the price is going to go up uh it it's just so smooth it it uh sold out of our tasting room really quickly wow it
0: smells smooth
1: yeah it does it smells. it's
2: so it's like,
0: nice it, it really is
2: and uh what's
1: nice is so all all of these wines have had a you know a similar characteristic to them and um and man the color on this and then when, when i tasted this yeah it is it's so much smoother than, than, the others we tried. And that goes with yeah. the, you said the 18 months, uh, that 18 months definitely yeah. helps
2: that. And then, uh, the vineyard is just incredible. It's a vineyard that's up against the cliffs and it's beautiful. We have a house there that we rent out. We can't afford living there. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, uh, like to visit though. And it's a, just a great place. And I think just that whole kind of environment around just makes a really good grape.
1: Yeah, uh, expand a little bit just in, in general about Palisade and yeah, and uh, what makes that, that whole area so special.
2: Right. It's a really pretty small area, actually. You know, it's Colorado's going to make some really excellent wine, but it's just not going to be huge volume because it's such a small area where they can grow the peaches and the, the grapes. And it's the uh, Box Canyon that the Colorado River comes through, uh, Debec Canyon, and it's uh, pretty narrow right before it gets to Palisade, and it kind of opens up right there. And it's the wind coming down that canyon at night particularly that keeps away the frost and the cold air during the winter that makes it possible to grow the grapes. And then in the summer, it does even better. It makes it better for the fruit and that it really cools it off at night. You get that cold air coming off the mountains, coming down that valley, and it gets chilly. You know, about 10 o'clock at night, the wind reverses and all of a sudden it gets chilly. And it does wonders for the peaches and the grapes. Uh, they love that. It keeps the acidity and the fruit flavors, and then it gets nice and toasty warm, yeah, in the uh, day. Mm-hmm. And then we get that fresh mountain water coming down off the mountains. Yep. We nice. irrigate with that, and uh, can't get any better. So that,
1: and then that wall, that wall of mountains, as you're as you're driving west, as you just yeah. get into Palisade, that that's called the Book Cliffs. Yes. That, yeah. yeah. Well, not I, very able, creative. That, that, <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm not, no, I'm <laughs> not dogging you sorry, about that. Sorry. Just what you are named after that and people have probably driven through there uh lots of times and don't realize that's that's a book yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go on into Utah from that point and uh really pretty. You know, it's fun to see them at night, you know, in the, the moonlight. Uh some of my best memories are working in the vineyard when we first started. I did a lot of work with my wife. You know, we'd go over every weekend and uh, get out there and do things at night because it's cooler. Um, Plus, we had little time, so we had to get stuff done no matter what. Mm -hmm. And it's just magical. And then in the fall, when you get the kind of warmer light from the sun being lower in the sky, you get these really beautiful colors come out in the cliffs there.
1: Yep. It's a it's a beautiful place to be and uh, and and to visit anytime.
0: Well, I, I have a stupid shot question, but yep. I'm going to justify it by saying there's a lot of people that have moved into Colorado and they don't know. Oh, for sure. Okay, I've been here since '85 and I still don't know. Where right. is Palisades?
1: Oh well
0: I, I i don't know where it is to, seriously i yeah. just get the peaches every year but i really don't don't even know where it is
1: well get, get on i-70 and uh, 237 miles
2: west yeah go okay. past where lindsey vaughn lives okay all way lindsey and then right before you get to grand junction you go to this little town and in the spring it's beautiful you go over there in april or march and things are still kind of brown here over in the front range and it's all green over there. It's just amazing that when they when they start irrigating and things just green up.
0: Okay, so it's before Grand Junction. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah,
1: about 11, 11 miles before you get to Grand Junction, and yeah.
0: I'm educating Exit. all the new uh, folks that have arrived to Colorado.
1: Exit forty two,
0: and there you go. There you Exit forty two. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
1: No, and it's, it's a nice drive, right? Yeah. So it's a beautiful oh, it's drive. A beautiful yeah. drive. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's there's bed and breakfast there. You know, obviously mm-hmm. there's there's hotels right uh if you go further to uh to grand junction but in a distillery and a brewery oh yeah a distillery a brewery so
0: right on and peaches yeah and Can't wine it.
1: yeah uh... and
2: there's some uh you know cuisine going on there's some nice the restaurants what? cuisine oh cuisine
0: cuisine oh okay yeah i thought what
2: <laughs> no it, they're doing some farm to table over there which is pretty cool okay uh i'm from boulder and you know we're pretty proud of that and uh it it works for us. We really like working with restaurants and yeah.
0: Well, this this summer I'm gonna do a kind of a New Mexico Colorado tour of places that I've always wanted to go that I've never been. You know, so I'm gonna put Palisades on the on Definitely. the on the tour.
2: Yeah, and you can loop around through 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 other areas. There's uh, Peonia. Okay. And then um, on down to the Four Corners area. Right, um,
0: and that's where I've never been. I have oh, yeah. never been like to Farmington. I grew up in New Mexico, the southern part of the state. Right. But I've never been to like Farmington, the Four Corners. That I, I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I've and, been to Durango and you know
2: It's all incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. And yeah, Olathe is another grape growing area. It's gonna be higher elevation, so you cut some of your cooler grapes.
0: Is that where the corn comes from?
2: Uh that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Olathe and yeah. The, the sweet corn. Right. Olathe. Yeah. All right.
0: See, I'm gonna go check all these places out in my little yeah. RV. Yes. <laughs> we're getting the band together.
1: All right. <laughs> we're going to go on you're a gonna road trip. Cru- you're going to cruise by <laughs> in one of those those
2: rental those rental ones. Huh?
1: I am. Hey!
0: <laughs> uh yeah, we're go- I'm going to go on tour this summer.
2: All but right. Yeah, Peonia it's got some great wineries there. Right on. It's Pinot Noir. All right, so hook me up. You brought another uh, another grape uh, yeah.
1: that I had no idea. I'm blown away. That you're growing at uh, Book Vineyards.
2: Yeah, no, I I like playing, and uh, so can't stick with one thing. So I grow like 14 different varieties, and this one is called Graciano. It's a grape that goes with uh, Tempranillo. It's from the uh, originally from Spain. Mm. So where they grow Tempranillo, they also grow Graciano, mm. and uh, it's a blending grape usually for Tempranillo. Uh, this one we're going to taste today is this straight up Graciano, so you get an idea of the character. Uh, kind of rustic, uh, fruity, mm. you know, just really fun, fun wine.
0: Very fruity. Yeah. Very. Like uh, lemons? Like many. Yeah, a little acid, a little yeah. higher acid. Okay. Yep.
2: And have to so. I feel
0: getting good.
2: You are. You're killing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could taste the like orange lemon, kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of acid so in there.
2: We're talking about food. Perfect food wine, you know, just really, uh the two work together really well.
0: And can you cook with these wines also?
2: Yeah, although it'd be a shame. Yeah, yeah, right. But as long as it's in your glass and you're cooking, you're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's a good.
1: Hey, so how much? What do you guys? Well, so what does that one uh, retail for?
2: Um, and you only sell that at the tasting room? Yeah, just at the okay. tasting room at this point. Really small quantities, but we've planted more. We, it's a grape that uh, you know, Colorado. It's tough. We got some really harsh winters gets really cold and, uh, some varieties just don't like that. This one holds up and, uh, does really well. So we've planted more. So once we get up and running with the new vineyards, we'll, we'll let, let y'all buy some grapes if you want.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> I right. told you I was.
2: So, <laughs> I need some Malbec. I
1: need some, you know, what? and I got to tell a funny story because, um, I met this couple, uh, this is probably 10 years ago, Yeah. uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm talking about, uh, Chris and Chris K2 vineyard uh, uh, and yeah. they approached me at WineFest and said, Hey, we have a little Malbec vineyard and, uh, you know, do you want to make some, you know, we want to sell you our grapes. So I was like, yeah, that's great. But you know it's not ready yet. So then like 2009 came not ready, you know, cause I, I think it takes there was a some, while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes a while. And then the next year, and then just as I, I was patiently waiting, I thought, oh, right on, I'm going to buy some Malbec from these guys uh they moved, they sold they called me said hey paul we're leaving town we're moving to california <gasps> yeah. and then and then uh then john Uh-oh. T- john look who showed yeah, up oh yeah, <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> john okay. contracts the vineyard and well, i'm and i'm sitting here going oh man <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well i'm planting more paul so all right I'll, that's what i like to hear yeah so you have an opportunity you have an opportunity yeah. thank you
1: yeah i've only i've only made malbec a few times um one two Actually, two times. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, like I say, it's not widely planted yet. And, um, you know, it it is a tougher grape. We were talking about how the winters are kind of rough on some of these guys. And Malbec is a little more sensitive. It uh, has to be in the the best place possible in all your vineyards. And otherwise, it'll get a lot of winter damage. Sure. Are the
0: uh, um, purple grapes or the white grapes easier or harder to grow is there any difference
2: um it's not so much the color it's the variety and okay you know you're talking about white grapes uh chardonnay is probably the easiest mm-hmm. it's really well behaved it just really kind of stands up the shoots go straight up they don't flop over uh, merlot is the laziest it like uh, the shoots go up a little ways and then they just kind of fold over on themselves and so we're always having to go through the vineyard and kind of propping them up
0: Oh, okay yeah
2: we want to get those shoots because they're
0: heavy they kind of just fall over
2: well these don't have a lot of uh tendency to go up you know some varieties just like like to grow upwards Mm -hmm. and others and others don't so awesome i've learned a lot here today all right
0: i really truly have i've learned a lot
1: Oh, very good. So I
0: thank you for that, and I thank you, Polly, for having me. Oh,
1: yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. How many so, glasses
0: have you had already? <laughs> 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 I'm barely working on my coffee and Egg McMuffin, and Polly's through four glasses of wine I'm, already. <laughs>
1: I'm making up for that wine. All right, on the porch. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: you got to catch up. you got to try a little okay, more.
0: Okay, 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 let me see. Here we go.
1: And, yeah, so this is good. Graciano, I had no idea and uh, i've had it uh, from california I, a couple I times i i like this but, one yeah yeah He's, this is a good one They're, and this third sip mm, is better huh
0: yeah it's really good i like that one a lot
1: yeah this is this is awesome stuff yeah and um and you know and that's the that's the key is to go out and um and and search the colorado section and you can find grapes um you know that were that were growing very well here in colorado there's obviously there's cabernet sauvignon there's merlot there's chardonnay there's lots of great stuff even cabernet franc uh, which is one that shines in Syrah? I know you grow yeah. you grow Syrah. Yeah, and, our Cab um,
2: Franc uh, won Best Cab Franc in the country a few years back at the Los Angeles International. Oh wow! wow. I wasn't wow. aware of that. Yeah, yeah. We, so we beat out California, beat out Washington State, all known for great Cab Franc. Wow! So, uh, little nice. old Colorado did it. Right on.
0: See, see, <laughs> untapped yeah, yeah. market, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: People just need to get the word and uh, and go try some wines. I mean, it it's not. It's not the, I mean, the story I always hear they mm. is, oh, I tried one, they didn't like it. Or they tried one, it was too sweet. And you know what? If you, if you took that approach to all the California wines, you, you would quit trying California, too. Yeah, exactly. you'd, you'd
2: stop drinking, I think.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, and it yeah.
0: supports local business, you know, our state. And it's just something, you know, that, that, that comes from our state. So it's, it's just, you know, makes us proud. Yeah, you, and you it's pick a our hell wine. of
2: a deal. I mean, we're not discovered yet. Yeah, so, so beat uh, your, the crowds
0: exactly. So
1: your assignment this week is to go out, try some Colorado wine, and then uh, let me and Cha know about it
0: next week. Yeah, call That's us, right. let us know. You know, let us know how it how it was. If you liked it, if you what you had it with, what you paired it with, all that kind of stuff.
1: Heck yeah! And um, check us out at uh, at Denver Wine Radio, and uh, you can find us online too, denverwineradio.com. Hey, so uh, here's your job: put some altitude in your glass.
0: There you oh, go. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> I right. like that, Paul. And See,
1: drink wait. local. Here, okay? let me pour you
0: another glass.
1: All right. <laughs> hey, salute to National Drink Wine salute. Day in Colorado Wine.
0: And uh, drink and party responsibly, always. Party.